in the ongoing effort to avoid commercials on our show, we bring you a commercial from us. My subby and I have created a boutique adult toy store on my website. We have handpicked items that are low cost and show up on your doorstep with all of your other Amazon packages. Make sure though that you open them, not your kids. Go to kristenkellogg.com or find the link in the notes of this episode. We will get a percentage of the sales from the items exclusively on my storefront. You get some special items to enhance your FLR and we all win without a stupid ass commercial. This podcast is intended for mature audiences only. If you're not 18 years of age or older, there are thousands of other podcasts you can listen to and you can come back and visit us when you are 18. This podcast is meant solely for entertainment. We are not licensed doctors, lawyers, or therapists. We simply have a fascination with the lifestyle and I'd love to share it with you and get your thoughts and opinions. Welcome back. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to a bonus episode of Christine's FLR Podcast. This episode was first heard on my Patreon and the Wisdom app. Search at Christine Kellogg for both. Now, let's get into it. Hey, we come in. Hello. I'm very intrigued um, by what I've been listening to uh, because it sounds like my dynamic just flipped. Oh, sure. <laughs> so I thought I'd pop on and be like, yes, I totally understand about people being, um, or I guess about feeling um, like you need to apologize and like that you may be being judged or something for your dynamic. Yeah. Or justify what you're doing. Like it's, it's not wrong. <laughs> so it doesn't, you know? Yeah. It's just not what's seen as, you know, quote unquote traditional. Mm-hmm. So then immediately people, I find people are extremely hesitant and they do go to the worst case scenarios, you know, like of abuse Mm -hmm. and whatever media portrayal has been showing dominance and submission to be. But, you know, when you get to the actuality of what is going on, it's not. That is so true. You know, in a healthy PS dynamic, that it's actually, I don't know, maybe this is, I'm obviously biased, but I feel like I know more people who have very healthy relationships who do practice um, DS dynamics just because mm-hmm. there is that massive emphasis on consent and communication. Yeah, like absolutely. The people of the relationship, right? So it's like, it's you're like, no, 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 our, our relationship is actually extremely, extremely healthy. Yeah. And, you know, I say that all the time, too, on my podcast or just in general, like this is the healthiest relationship. This is the only DS relationship I've ever been in. And this is the most healthy relationship I've ever been in in my entire life. Like Mm -hmm. I can't imagine. It's just the communication is amazing. And we're always on the same. I mean, we're not always on the same page, but it's just for the most part. Yeah, it's very healthy. And the communication is amazing. I think it's it's obvious like it's it's one of the driving forces towards the dynamic as well. Like I don't think you can have a successful BDSM relationship if you are not constantly reevaluating where you stand on things and negotiating um, you know, each other's 
feelings and opinions on different activities or you know language and i don't i don't know i feel like yeah i always have extremely deep conversations with my dom and sometimes i mean we often disagree actually mm-hmm. but in a way that is really constructive and beneficial to the both of us mm-hmm. he teaches me so many things that i'm able to look at and with the with the more like opening and judge-free perspective because our dynamic allows for that like curiosity and for that respect of where we stand in our power play if that makes sense yeah that makes total sense and i think too you know in these dynamics you have conversations that you maybe would have never had with somebody else in a relationship if you weren't specifically in this dynamic like i'm more comfortable talking to him about things that I probably wouldn't have even told my closest girlfriend just because I'm comfortable with that. And I trust you. There's so much trust sure. too. you yep. know, I agree. Definitely. I 100% agree. I'm quite curious because I mean, I've heard of the term female led relationship, but I'm curious to know how your dynamic um, works. I know you were explaining a little bit about it before about what, like he, how you delineate the role. So no, I think, so I'm the dominant, obviously, female-led relationship. I'm the dominant in our relationship. He's submissive. We uh, also practice chastity. Um, okay. He is locked. I wear the key around my neck. Arden, I control everything. Our finances, our day-to-day, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't... But, but it's not... Like we keep saying, it's not the porn version of it. No, because you know, we have kids in the house. We practice this dynamic with kids in our house, and they are not aware of the specifics no. of our dynamic. So No, I think, yeah, lots of people have that misconception that, like, EDSM is exactly what you see in porn or Fifty Shades of Grey when it's like, no, yes. it's actually rather normal. Yes. Mm-hmm. Normal yep. day-to-day existence. Yep. Just with the little added you know, power play, like it, it's, it's mind games, isn't it? Yeah. It, right. you know, and most people, when you see, when you see us walking down the street, you, you wouldn't be able to tell that we are kinky or, or otherwise, or that we're, we're currently playing some sort of power scenario at the moment, even though we might be like deep in within our roles. Yep. Right. And I think that's probably one of my most favorite things about this dynamic specifically is the connection that him and I have that maybe, or, you know, that, it's like that secret or that that connection that we have at a certain time and nobody else is even aware. It's almost like right. we're kind of in our own little world a little bit, but presenting not. I don't if that right. makes sense. Right. Yeah, it's it's really it's very intimate. I I mean, extremely intimate. Mm-hmm. And I have I've also got the question. I'm I'm sure that you have. I don't know, maybe maybe not. But about um, codependency. You know, like, isn't this just a form of, like, emotional or psychological mm. abuse, mm. even if it's not physical abuse? And I'm like, well, I mean, I don't see it that way, but I can see how someone looking in might be extremely hesitant that, like, I've been coerced into this or that, like, there's some sort of Stockholm Syndrome thing going on or, sure. you know, something, something like malicious yeah. intent. I don't know that anybody has ever asked me specifically that question, but that is fascinating because um, I would have considered myself an extremely codependent person in my past. Mm. And as since we've been in this dynamic or just since I've met you and have discovered, you know, I'm much happier being 
a do- I mean, I had dominant traits in my past, but I'm full time now dominant. And I think, I mean, I've grown so much in this mm-hmm. relationship and I don't think he is codependent on me because he's very aware of what he wants. And we mm-hmm. have those discussions about our boundaries and things like that. So from the outside, I could see where that that is that perception. But I think it's actually quite the opposite yeah. in the dynamic itself. I think it builds some independence, actually, when it comes yeah. to this sort of thing. Yeah, it especially mm-hmm. makes you more aware of your own personal, you know, sense of ethics or, or, or your boundaries. Mm-hmm. Like, yep. It's definitely a way to to explore that in a healthy manner, I think, to see just where your edges are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I've I've always said I truly, truly believe that um, submissives have more strength than they're given credit for. I think the submissive is such a strong part of the relationship. And everybody, I think, misconstrues the submissive as the weak one because they're submitting. Right. And I think that's totally wrong. I mean, it takes a strong person to be a submissive in a relationship like this. Why, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I know you're also speaking to your own submissive, but I'll take the compliment. Yeah, well, in general. In general, absolutely. I mean, you really have to, I mean, you really have to be a confident person and a strong person to be in that role. Like, I don't know that I could ever be a submissive. I think it would be so much harder for me to Mm -hmm. be in that role than being a dominant. And I mean, being a dominant is easy, but being a submissive, there's so much that goes into to that role. You just have to be a strong person. There's there's a lot that goes into both roles. Yeah. Yeah, that too. Yep. Yep. You have to really be in touch with I, yourself. I wouldn't say, like, I feel like I have a lot of respect towards dominance as well, because when I speak with my own dominant, I know how much he struggles with dom- that comes naturally to him. But like, turning it on you know and, and applying it to me mm-hmm. there there's this struggle with what he was raised you know as, as a good person who respects other people and then all of a sudden you know I'm there consensually asking him to you know yes go go for it yep mm-hmm. and, and take no prisoners and and don't pay attention to what I'm saying but really like um fully embrace his is aggressiveness yes and that, sure. i think a lot of dominance i feel like i read that they they do they do have that struggle you know so i i really respect how like dominance is a lot of work as well yeah it yep. is I, never, I cannot imagine being dominant at all so i i feel like i'm completely the flip side of of you but i can still understand yeah sure. where you're coming from yeah sure yeah it's a lot it's a lot to you're looking at from a dom standpoint you're looking at this person that you love with your entire soul and you have to get into your mind that mm-hmm. this is what they want. You're not actually hurting them. You're giving them pleasure, I guess, is one way to kind of describe it. But yeah, it, it can be a struggle on both sides for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're satisfying their core desire. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's fascinating. It's been great. Um to speak to you and, and I'm quite curious to know what more you have to say. Um, I'll probably leave here then. Okay. But thank you so much. Yeah. Thank, thank you. Time. Yeah. Thank you. Great. Mm. Looking forward to hearing more. Okay. It was fantastic chatting. I didn't say what your name was. It was very fun chatting with you and we have to go get a kid. We do. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Thank you again for taking the time to listen. I sincerely hope that something that was said in this episode was useful to you. 
As always, all of my contact info is in the show notes of this episode. And if you'd like to support my podcast, please find me on Patreon. Your support is truly appreciated. Have a great weekend, be a good human being, and take care of each other. Mwah!